You're listening to the best of the Tom Bernard Show.com, brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Who, me? <laughs> well, I'd like to know if I was married to a whore piece of shit. <laughs> you could just look at her license. My. Her special stripe. That was amazing. Oh, my gosh. Coming by sweet corn, potatoes, onions, pickles. It's not how you use them, sir. <laughs> it's really sickening that anybody would be into radio this much. It is ungoddamn believable. I think I'm going to hell. I just realized it. Thank you, Tom. You're just delicious. <laughs> this is why I drink. We're here today with Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. Michael, what's going on? You know, we keep getting phone calls, and it's interesting because people try to handle a lot of stuff on their own, or they try to talk to the adjusters, or they wait, um, and they think maybe it'll cost them money if they talk to me. And, you know, we tell them it's free to talk to us. Um, I go through what their rights are, and, you know, we try to help them as best we can. We don't sign everyone up. Sometimes I just give them advice, and they go from there and then call us back later. But the key is is that they don't know all their rights or they're not told all their rights by the adjuster. And that's one of the things we try to make sure that they get, you know, they get that understanding uh, so they can help themselves and their families as best they can. And the number is? Is 800 or at the website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Brad, Sean Bryant, Michael Bryant, thank you. Seeking justice for the injured, Brad, Sean Bryant. Welcome back, everybody, to yet another episode of the Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast. Brought to you by Bradshaw Bryant. Kicking off the show this week, we had Jenny Guan in studio from Timeless Diamonds, but also from China. And you can guess which one was the more popular topic. Next on the Best Of. So what is your heritage? Oh, I'm from China. From China, uh-huh. okay. So, uh, and, and you're a good golfer? Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. No, you said she golfed. High girl aggression. Oh, no. You said she golfed. So does. I said, are you a good golfer? Oh, uh, high girl aggression. I would like think so. I think I'm better <laughs> if I'm on my high heel shoes with my hair down. You and- wear high heel shoes. Okay, the reason I, oh, I brought this up in the first place <laughs> yeah. is Catherine and I were climbing. What's the name of the mountain we were climbing in Canada? Yo. Uh, Tower Mountain? Was it called Tower Mountain? Something like that. Beehive? So, Beehive. No, it wasn't very similar. <laughs> no, it wasn't. And it doesn't matter what the but name is. But it's High Mountain. Yeah. Right. Calvary? Yeah, it's Calvary. <laughs> <laughs> Calgary? So we were going up the mountain. We're going up and we're making really, really good time. And I'm all proud of myself. And Catherine's proud of me. And she's proud of her. And everything. We got about three quarters of the way up. And a young Asian woman, I don't know what country she was from uh, walked past us wearing like four inch heels it's like good god tom's oh. held it against her ever since i have held it against her ever since. she just smoked us going up the mountain wearing high heels it's like it's not fair to have that much athletic ability that's all i'm saying 
That's all I'm saying. And they, I'm sure she wants a fashion and the fitness yeah. and everything all together. She, wants she it was all. dressed very she well. Wants it all. <laughs> she was. She was dressed really, really well. High heeled tennis shoes? No, no high, high, heeled, high, high, high heeled high heels. Shoes. Like I, see, regular I high saw heel. a lot of people. Um, oh, you did? <laughs> oh, God. Especially back in China. And it's not fair. At, at four inches, you could see probably six inches up on the Great Wall. So, oh, mm. you're kidding. Okay. Yeah. And people do it's that. It's amazing. Yeah. It, uh, I can't even have a stand around party. in them, much less walk so up steps. <laughs> you, I have a question about yes, China. Tom. Why is it that only the United States, Japan, and China can't stand soccer? <laughs> Those three countries are the only ones who don't like soccer. Everybody else loves it. Well, soccer mm. and football in China... It's just like one word, and people always get confused. They think that soccer is football. Football is soccer. Because mm. well. <laughs> they use the same pronunciation. Yeah, they, oh, yeah. Is it football? Oh, they use no, the same not pronunciation in Chinese. In Chinese. Right. Definitely not. Right, in Chinese. Yeah. So it's kind of a hard... No, that was, that was just random. I, I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you could have made but up anything. Don't. You had yeah, the opportunity we been to make up you. anything. Yep, right, we yep, would have yep. believed Except you. Except Andy's here. I feel yeah. like it wouldn't have gotten by him. And at 3 o'clock in the morning, I would be looking it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much true. Are you related to Guan Yu? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, what? Guan Yu? Are you related to Guan Yu? From the Romance of the Three Kingdoms era? <laughs> Andy knows a lot about Say China. Yes, Seriously. I don't know yes. a lot about China. Yes. yes. China, she's Japan. thought about it, and she's come up with the answer. Yes, yes. that's my answer. <laughs> I think he, if, if they let him in, Andy would move to Japan, but they're never going to let him in. So that's, no. You know. no. They don't let people in. <laughs> no, they do not like people moving to Japan. They no. have a good sushi. Oh, that's true. Man. I mean, you can go there, but you can't. Still, though. It's hard to, like, move there. It really is. hard. They're very restricted. Uh, yeah. How about, yeah, China isn't easy to move to either, would it be? Depends on where you go. Yeah, there's so many people there. Too. Yeah. yeah. I don't I mean, think do they, they have want, any extra room yeah, do they for want anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't have any room. Get out. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> That's wonderful. Uh, <laughs> it all works out in the end. Yeah. That's why I'm here. They don't want me there. I could understand that after the high heel comment about working out in high playing golf in high heels. It's right. not fair. Uh, no. This is not fair. That's all I have to say. Well, isn't Shanghai like the most populous city in the world or something? I think now they are kind of presenting to themselves like that, yes. Oh, they are. And they have the tallest building, I believe, and most of the lights. Uh, oh, I know they, they have, have a lot of money. Trade policies. Yeah, they have a lot of money because of uh, they're right on the ocean and right. they get a lot of trade business right they do a lot of events are there it's getting a really well-known city that's for sure it's oh, a beautiful really well. city it is, that's what i understand yeah. given hong we kong a run for the money hong kong is so small yeah i think they used to be popular to be there for people to go and see definitely now yeah. people want more variety and more things yeah. you can do and shanghai is a perfect spot for all over for people from the world because they're very convenient to access a lot yeah. of things going on there never sleeps makes total sense i do love the fact that uh that uh ivanka trump's uh whatever fashion line or whatever is not uh exposed to tariffs it's not her fashion line it's clothing in general oh it's clothing in general yeah so she doesn't have to pay tariffs on it everybody else does but not her <laughs> i just love uh. that I don't understand that, but we have Joe from Louisville. Joe from Louisville, how you doing? Good, how are you doing? 
marvelously well. Oh, except for the fact that I've just been shut down because I can't golf in high heels. Mm. <laughs> well, have you tried? <laughs> to be fair, no. yes, you haven't tried. No, I have not tried. Uh, I can't find any size 12 men's high heels. Oh, I, I bet you can find them online. <laughs> we can help you with that, I'm pretty sure. What would a size 12 men's be in women's? Well, an eight and a half is a ten, so you do the Oh, math. so it's only one and a half sizes. Probably like a fourteen and a half. Hmm. Fourteen yeah, and a half. Two, yeah. I'm guessing that's a pretty big... You'd have to go... I don't think that there are half sizes when you get up there, so I think oh, you'd be well, at a 14 yeah. or a 15. Mm. We'll get you a 15. It's the more comfortable. And yeah. how about... you got to get wide, too. I have very wide feet. Mm. So Good. i got to get a four, 15 wide. I would pay to see, I would pay to see this. <laughs> Tom, yeah. let's do I would, it. I would pay to see the shoemaker who's making this shoe oh, I go, can, what the... Yeah. <laughs> I can find the shoes. Probably I would true. Pay, I think that should be like a... Let's put this out there for charity. See how oh, much thanks, money we Katie. can raise to We're get gonna... you in a pair of high-heeled shoes. Swing in a club. Swing in a golf club. Oh, no. How about you get three drives... And you have to donate like five hundred dollars minus your longest drive. How about you spend less of my <laughs> dough? How about that? Honestly I wasn't God. going there with it. You I can... was not spending your dough. I was. I was thinking, how do we get people to? You pick the charity, and then people have to donate to that charity in order to. You've got to get a certain level, and then you'll do it. Well, I do it, but I'm busy that day. I don't know what day it's going to be, but I'm busy that day. So, Joe, what do you got cooking in Louisville? Uh, well, I'm just wondering why you want to golf in high heels. <laughs> oh, see, it's it's their fault. It's their fault. I missed something. Tom's interests are <clears throat> no, widening just, as he gets older. We have a guest in studio who uh, was, were you playing golf or just at the driving range was, in high heels? I was on the drive. We were just trying my clubs out. She was way on up. the drive. But I was thinking about it to high heel shoes and golfing someday. You're going to do it. You're going to actually do it. I'm going to try it. All right. Why not, Catherine? Well, I wonder if it might. You know, they say you should stay on your toes when you're golfing, right? You should be a little forward. I can't. So I'm wondering if it keeps you in an alignment. I don't know. Maybe. See, I have to be on my heels. That'll be the next big thing. You know, I have to be on my heels. We could drive longer and better. (laughs) Yeah. Why do you have to be on your heels? Because I have a 30 inch inseam and 37 inch (laughs) arm. Oh, it's true. I am built like an arms. I am built like an egg. So if I stood on my toes, I, the, it would miss the ball by about that much. I couldn't even come close to the ball. Joe, do you do you golf? I, I've never asked you this before. Do you golf? No, I don't. I I've, uh, I kind of had an interest in it. Um, mm-hmm. I never golf. Never. I tried once, like in eighth grade, and being as tall as I am, I am, I can't hit the ball. Yeah, you're a pretty big. You're gonna have to get special clubs. Uh, if you use regular clubs, they're nowhere near long enough for you. Tiger Woods is tall. What's Not your as tall as Joe. <laughs> how tall is he? Joe, you're what six four? Oh, six three. Yeah, six I don't three. Know how tall. You don't see a lot of golfers over like six two. No, you really so. don't. Some, but not many. Yeah, the little, the, the, the smaller golfers are usually, you know, the Dustin Johnson and Tiger Woods would be exceptions, but the little guys like. Justin Thomas and Justin, you know, those guys are, they're not very big at all. No, the tallest player to ever win a major was only 6'5". 6'5"? 6'5", that's pretty tall. Oh, but he I mean, like, tall. the ever yeah. win a major in history, I mean. Who was that? Uh, George Archer. 
Oh, George Archer. Yeah, that makes sense. The well-known. No, he George was. Archer. No, he was very popular at the time. That was a little before you were born, though, honey. So. Oh, okay. 19, well, 1969. What oh, was it, 69? Yeah. I thought it was 59. No. 69. Sadly, I was born then. You were born, yes. You were born in 69. <laughs> yes, you were. So it all works out. So, Joe, you can take this home with you. I'm not going to golf in high heels. How about stilts? That might, that might stilts. do it for your arms and your legs. Stilts or platform shoes. Maybe I should get Herman platform. Munster shoes. Yes. If I got Herman Munster go. shoes, I could use my, my arms properly. You know what? I'm, I'm adjusting the giveaway. or the. the do you know yep. that I can actually scratch my knee without bending over? How sad is that? <laughs> I mean, think of, yeah, Joe, laugh it up, pal. So I'm trying to figure it out. How do you do that? I don't, because my arms are, are seven inches longer than my His mother leg. used to use the rack for punishment. Yeah, the rack, she stretched me out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm very, very ape-like. I'm built like an ape. There's no doubt about it. Well, you're really handy. Yeah, yeah, I'm very handy. That's what it yeah. is. Something like that. But I, you know, it, it's, 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 it affects many things, I will tell you that. I don't think I'd be a very good skier either. Because the poles would be like up here because of my arms. You get those custom be... made. Well, custom made. <laughs> the visuals on this is just I know. the best. Hey, I'm skiing. What do you think? Yeah, that'd be really great. That'd be wonderful. So, Joe, what do you got planned for today? Uh, nothing much. Just chilling. Just chilling. Um, go off to work until uh, the 23rd. Oh, you work? go back to work on the 23rd, a week from Monday, right? Yep. Week from, yep. Yeah, a week from Monday. Well, that's good. You're going to... How long have you been off now? Like a month? Six weeks. Six weeks. Are you Canadian? Yep. Are you Canadian? <laughs> Don't they get a month off every year? Mm, yeah. Oh, no. We, we uh, had to shut our plant shut down for six weeks so they could do some retooling because uh, the 2020 escape is going to be, uh, I believe, a hybrid. Oh. Let's see? Uh, for for and, new uh, listeners, Joe from Louisville works at the Ford plant in Louisville. He used to work at the Ford plant in St. Paul, but they shut it down, so he moved to Louisville. When were you there, Joe, at the Ford plant in St. Paul? Uh, from April of 2011 till they closed the doors in December. Okay. Oh, Cassie, you were telling us a story mm-hmm. that there's a car in the caves. The oh, yeah, there was that rumor where Ford, every year when they they would take one of their vehicles and put it down in the cave since i don't know probably since they opened what what year did the ford plant open i don't remember 19 was it 1905 something like that joe yeah there was 1903 1903 yeah there there were some like model t's down there i don't know if it's true the only thing i do know is true is they used to use the sand down there to make the windshields for the model and everything else is that like silica yeah 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 that'll do it that'll work which cave this is? Oh, is it Cobb's Cave? I think that's what you're talking about. You're talking about so the St. Paul Caves? There are so names? many caves down along, there. All the well, ones along, yeah. is it Plato? Or not Plato, Wabasha. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, yeah. Well, the Ford plant, it was built on top of a bunch of caves. Yeah. And uh, the, the, the soil down there is very toxic from... I think from Ford and probably Ooh, some you know, natural <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. go. Um, but the Ford Motors mining tunnels um, yep. beneath the assembly plant in St. Paul mined for silica, a.k.a. glass. Glass. So they were, yeah, they mined the tunnels just for the sand. So, Joe, did you hear the rumors about them putting vehicles down there? 
No, but I do know that they used to take take they used to bring the vehicles down there to load them on on the barges. Yep. To ship them out. Hmm. This was before uh, the, the highways became the highways. Mm-hmm. I do have a wonderful story about cars. Boynton Beach is about what fifteen twenty miles south of Palm Beach. Yes. Okay. Well, a guy who lives in Palm Beach heard, and this is true. This is all true because we've seen it, and we we looked, we all looked at it. Many years ago, there was a Mercedes Benz on the docks down in Boynton Beach, and the Mercedes Benz rolled off the end of the dock and went into the ocean. Right. So the authorities decided, well, we're not going to get it out. We'll just let it, you know, because it'll rust away and turn to nothing soon. So they were just going to leave the Mercedes down there. Well, the guy in Palm Beach said, well, if they got a Mercedes down there, he bought a Rolls Royce and took it out and sunk it in the ocean off of Palm Beach. That's a true story. That's mm. a true story. He, wow. bought, he bought a Rolls Royce and put it in the ocean. Hey, if they can have a Mercedes, we're going to have a Rolls Royce. Well, that's a guy with too much time <laughs> and money on his hands. There's no doubt about it. Wow. we got to take a break here. Joe, thank you very much. Have a great day, sir. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes. Um, Bernard. Chloe, we will get to you in about two minutes. I like that. Wonderful. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast. That was Jenny Guan on The Best Of. Coming up next, we had Rachel Feinstein, who is from New York. So guess what? We talked about New York City, everybody. Next on The Best Of. God, you're playing all my favorites, though. Maybelline. Why can't, can't you be true? true? Oh, Maybelline. Chuck Berry. Why can't you be true? Same high school. Yeah, you went to the same high school you did, yeah. didn't you? Many same years little. apart, but yeah, same man. high school. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Do you know how he used to act when he used to show up, right? Yes. He was not a pleasant man. Really? No? He would walk in uh, with a woman on each arm. Oh, not his wife, either stars. one of them, not his children. It's hard to believe. But he'd walk in with two women on his arm. He'd walk up and go, where's my money? they go, what? I want my money before I take the stage. They said, well, we don't have $10,000 in cash. He goes, $10,000? I, I said, $20,000. Uh-huh. So they had to go to the bank and get twenty grand in cash or he wouldn't go on stage. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that is kind of a, I can't say it, <laughs> a blank move. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, Chuck was not a very pleasant guy. He just wasn't. A hell of a talent, though. He's very, very talented, but it is what it is. I just, uh, we just found out something great about Rachel's life. That's, yeah. That's your, your, is it your fiancé, yeah. right? is a firefighter he is that's phenomenal yeah and and when he comes on the road with me and i was just telling them when he they love the fires so when he he gets upset when he misses a fire so he has a little app on his phone where he tracks all the fires in new york and he's like babe i just missed a beautiful job look at this job <laughs> gorgeous fire fire on all floors private dwelling private oh, i could have knocked through some good walls here oh, yeah. they like to bang that they like to take that it's oh, called yeah. the jaws place, a... bang up the walls yeah uh, college roommate who's a he just retired as a fireman. He said the last thing you want is us in your house. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. Oh, he yeah, said, they demolish everything. He says, don't. Oh. He said, now, if you want a new kitchen, yeah. <laughs> we're the guys that bring in. Because he said, <laughs> start a grease kitchen. fire and we'll knock down everything yeah. for you. We're not when trying we to first, save the cabinetry. When we were first dating, I, was lock, I locked myself in my house because my... Um, my apartment, because my doorknob wasn't working, and I kept asking him to fix it for me, which I know I could have done myself, but I don't like to do things like that. And yeah. anyway, so I called him up, and I'm like, I, I locked myself in. The doorknob fell off, and I was supposed to do some show at Sirius. And uh, he's like, don't worry, babe. I'll send some guys over. They'll be right over. And uh, <laughs> in three minutes, there was like four <laughs> aggressively, <Burly> men. <laughs> yeah, aggressively hot firemen. Like One of them looked like JFK Jr. I missed them so much. When they left, I was like aching. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm not done with this at all. <laughs> but they brought like an axe and they axed through my my door and um I called the super because I had tried him before he hadn't picked up and he's like what are you doing he's always screaming at me the super but he calls me princess in the middle oh. of the and he's like what's wrong with your princess <laughs> and I, I'm like well I don't know it's locked inside he goes those guys are demolishes they demolish everything in sight you care about this building I'm like sir they are American heroes that's right how dare you so is your fiance Italian. He's um no he's half Irish half Colombian I mean he grew up in Brooklyn he doesn't speak Spanish you know yeah. but his so it was either Irish or Italian though they have yeah. to be to qualify you have to be either Irish or Italian to be a firefighter he's Peter Brennan and he's got a bunch of Brennan firemen before <laughs> there him. you yeah. go there's a bunch of Brennan firemen That's, yeah it's phenomenal uh, so he was not involved in, in no he came on after 9/11 good yeah he yeah. came on after 9/11 yes, but uh, yeah he's he's um it's kind of they're kind of like comics in a way firemen because oh, yeah. they 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 have this weird place they live a couple nights a week just kind of like we have our tables and we all huddle around together and then normal people walk up to the table and they we call them like civilians or whatever you know right. what i mean yeah. like yeah, no, it's kind of exactly. that same thing this like weird insular world they live in this dumb house together i mean it can't be good to have these men alone no, in this house no. for that many hours they don't get like smarter there for sure. <laughs> well they don't let them drink anymore either back in the old i know days. they used to go in and like he they would be like his <laughs> uncle would be like yeah we used to be able to grab a cold beer out of the fridge when it came into a fire i'm like it's probably better that you don't do that anymore okay <laughs> Probably right. better that you don't drink at the fire. Yeah, they would yeah. be like wildly drunk fighting <laughs> fires in the seventies, just hammered. Does he like? Did, 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 does he like what shows like wrong? Chicago Fire? Does he like TV shows about? No, fire? I mean he like he says so, they're you know. ridiculous. They're you ridiculous. know, he's like people will be talking as they're going in the fire, like they'll be right. chatting as if you could ever do that. So? You know, <laughs> you can't even see. He's like you don't have visibility to like. Right. Yeah, but they're having like a like just a wacky chat about the weekend as they're strolling yeah, in a fire. I, know, I think he thinks it's kind of silly, but you know, he doesn't get offended by it. He just thinks it's kind of hysterical. But in yeah. the beginning, when we first started dating, um. I remember, like, I asked him, I was like, can you ever bring me in a fire? Knowing this was, like, the dumbest thing I'd ever asked out loud. Come on, I just wanted to ask it. You know when you know this is a completely unacceptable, (laughs) foolish, foolish question. I'm like, can you bring me in a fire sometime? And he was like, sure. Like, you just said, okay. You know, we hadn't slept together yet, so that might have been part of why he was like, absolutely, whatever you need. Come on. And he was like, yeah, I'm sure we could work something out or whatever. (laughs) And then he kept saying that, so I told everybody, I'm like, yeah, he's going to bring me in a fire. They're like, no, no, there's no way. (laughs) Legally, he obviously can't bring you anywhere near a fire. He's like, sure, sure. You can maybe do a ride along, maybe. (laughs) Right? Maybe? Maybe. I mean, mean, they've let me ride in the rig before. Oh, they have? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, they have? I spent a lot time in firehouses now half my life is just like being a fire wife and then i do stand up yeah so fire wife and (laughs) stand up yeah i go to these dances like these firemen dinner dances and stuff and yeah it's a softball games against the police all that stuff exactly oh yeah Yeah. it's phenomenal yeah he's always like 
they'll, they'll sometimes people thank him and they'll be like, uh, you know, you know what they say, New York finest. He's like, it's bravest. Like they don't want to be mixed up with the police. <laughs> no, they don't. He's like, no, 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 we're the bravest. Oh, it's like they, they got a little God. beef there. It's kind of fun. Oh yeah, they play hockey against each other. Oh, yeah. It's always a brawl. Really? At some point. Oh, the firemen yeah. and, the, and the cops. There's a, there's always oh, a brawl. Yeah. At some point during the game. I wouldn't yeah, want I, to be the person breaking up that fight. Yeah, my neighborhood where I grew up, uh, I would guess half the guys became firefighters. They just they, Really? Wait, where did you grow up? In North Minneapolis, oh, right, okay. right up here. Yeah. It's, it's pretty it's pretty urban neighborhood, you know what yeah. I mean? But they it just there was kind of a natural thing. But those guys, being in a different generation than you, those guys could drink, man. Oh, yeah. Woo! It was unbelievable. It's like, you can really drink that much and still breathe? Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> seriously. He, he, when he started, when he started, I think he would go out for more wild nights. But now when you climb the ranks, you can't be that drunk and right, moron. Right. Because they, you're, their, you're their boss. <laughs> so now he doesn't drink like that. But there are guys on the force where it's like, I saw one of his buddies, every time I see him, he's kind of slowly falling, just falling forward. <laughs> and then he's one of those guys, whenever you see him during the day, he's like, hey, I'm sorry. Like, he just has to constantly apologize because he knows he's, he's done, like, some unspeakable thing the night right. before. He's like, hey, whatever I did the other night. And I'm like, well, you softly kind of face raked me in front of your wife and then fell over. <laughs> but uh, he had, like, a full roll of toilet paper just falling out the back of his pants. <laughs> They're all just like, yeah, what are you going to do? You know? But, uh, oh, now they, so he's like, the guy that's going to rescue you. Uh, I'm not sure if that instills confidence. Exactly. And now since he's a boss, he can't he can't be like a young moron anymore. You that know? Makes sense. But I think he grew he grew out of those days. But it's funny because like, cause like, I'll watch him. They salute him sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we went to some fireman dinner dance and... And I told everybody, like, we, he's t- everybody is congratulating us and getting engaged. And I kept telling everybody that he said I had to lose 25 pounds for the wedding just to, just to like, see what people would say, you know? And I'm like, yeah, he says I have to lose 25 pounds. Like, do you think I can do it? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, kind of, I'm thinking everybody's going to, like, laugh or, you know, or maybe, like, I'm half fishing for a compliment yeah, yeah. or something. <laughs> but every, this one guy was like, listen, he's like, whatever, you know, he says, and I respect the rank personally. I like a bigger woman. Like, I like a thicker woman. <laughs> I like hips. That's my so, thing, but I got to respect the rank. Right over oh, there. The and then so he's, he shared like a Weight Watchers app, and he's like, this has helped me. You know, I like your body. Like, it's not at all how I thought this joke was going to land. Well, you can let him know he missed a tragic fire a couple of days ago. Really? Yeah. What? And it was over in bordering, just a bordering touch of Wisconsin. Oh, oh it, it was touched off by a worker who blew up half a block. Oh, my God, That's no. not good. That's not wow. Good. By the way, Rachel, JB's not drunk. He's just tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He looks, you do look a little hammered. Yeah. You missed miss this. He <laughs> missed this fire. One, one eye closed. I huh? thought he was lit. No, it was in Wisconsin. Some some worker. Some hit. unnamed town. I, I can't remember. Remember which town, but uh, the, just there was Google. a firefighter was killed. Oh, but oh, the, really? the firefighter. Uh, yeah, here we go. Sun the, Prairie, Wisconsin. Sun Prairie, a oh, Madison no. suburb. He, uh, I think, terrible. the fireman that was killed wasn't there fighting a fire. He owned oh. a bar in that neighborhood. I did hear about that. A Here's gas a leak in oh downtown God. Sun Prairie it blew up Tuesday the whole evening. No, it blew up half the block. Well, half the block. Wow. It yeah. leveled. It leveled at least two buildings. 
Man, quite the gas Let's move on. Yeah, she's getting married to this guy. She's getting married. She didn't want to hear that guy. Yeah, but the guy was just running a bar. So I mean, he wasn't. Like I said, he wasn't trying to put. Well, he probably was trying at that point, but. Workers for a private contractor punctured a four-inch gas main oh, and then just, like, left god. it. Oh, God. Mm. Well, that's what happened at Minnehaha Academy, too. Yeah, workers Basically. just punctured a gas yeah. main and didn't even notice. Not a good oh, plan, god. actually. Blew up a school. Okay, I moving on to other things with a firefighter's wife in Construction the room. workers <laughs> need to be held more accountable for what they do, I think. Well, that's true. Because it seems like more and more construction workers are, like, breaking something and then no one cares because they're like oh well that happens construction you know they actually do have that attitude don't they they sure do (laughs) i don't know why that is it makes no sense to me whatsoever but no one can afford a supervisor anymore in my family we had a lot of cops and a lot Mm -hmm. of criminals (laughs) my my mother's so your husband doesn't have any criminals in his family uh not that i know it's very unusual yeah. You'll I'm find, sure there's you'll find all about that somewhere. after the wedding. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> or, or after yeah, the ceremony. Right. Yeah. See, you would love this because when I was a little boy, mm-hmm. we, we'd come over for Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner or something like that, and my mother would go, okay, go in the pantry. And I finally found out that all the cops and all the criminals had to put their guns in the pantry, and then she'd lock the pantry. Really? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was like... Okay. Oh my God! Band guns on. I love premises. that the mom runs the family too, oh, no matter what. Because like, you know they talk so Ooh. much trash, but then they're like, she's like, you know where your guns go. I just gave her an accent. I have no idea if that's how she speaks. <laughs> no, I did. It, except her voice kind of sounded like this. <laughs> she did. She had a voice like this. She was a Tom, baller. Tom, what are you doing? Don't do that anymore. Well, yeah. But yeah, her family was like half cops and half criminals. It was really weird. <laughs> that's amazing. But I. You know that ha- I have a very good friend used to be a, uh, the chief of police, and his brother was in prison the whole time he's chief of police. It's pretty common, I guess. No, for cops, of, not so much. Fun. Right, a lot right. of cops become cops because they personally have been dis- on the other side inconvenienced by crime in the past. I suppose that's true. So they're yeah. like, yeah. I would think it's kind of like that boot camp. They I have no information, by the way, as I'm going into this sentence. I'm already regretting it, but <laughs> I would think it's kind of like that boot camp where they scream in kids' faces, which I personally oh, have never yeah. thought was like oh, yeah, a yeah, good yeah. tactic. But oh, like, um, but yeah, like people people that are unruly scared go towards straight. that kind of yeah, scared, scared straight. straight. Right. Like, it's kind of like that's that very regimented. Like mm-hmm. now you're in control. You know, either you're completely out of control or you're in complete yeah. control. Like there are two choices or whatever. Sure. Yeah, me, I'm just like, I've never had that feeling of like needing to be like the one in charge. I'm like, I'm like second to last. I'm like good with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never been like, I need to be in charge and run stuff. I yeah. never, never had to go there because my dad scared us straight. Oh, yeah. Really? Your dad, your dad, pretty much your dad's a four. <laughs> so, Disco Inferno. Well, what did he do? Was it a look? What What would your dad do that you, where you knew like, all right. Most of the time it was a look. Every once in a while it was a fist. Sure. And. Sometimes it's the song Disco Inferno. Wait, would play he, Disco he would just Inferno. play the song? <laughs> That's the best. That I love that it's tell. either a fist or Disco Inferno. Like there's an ocean between those two, a few oceans. We should mention, by the way, that JB's father entered battle when he was 14 years old. No way! Yeah. Oh my God! He was entered a gold battle? glove boxer up to that point, uh-huh. and then he That's so cool. lied, a, lied a 
about his age with his parents' help to get into the army, fighting the Korean War. As if oh. they didn't know he was four. You can tell so if they're fourteen guy. versus eighteen. I was mean, he a big hey, black kid? don't crack, like, man. It don't no, look old was, ever. Can I see a picture of this? Just sounds really hot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Boxer know if I even makes have one. forces himself into the military at fourteen. Like you know, he was jacked. <laughs> That's true. Well, he was. I like to think he looked young for his age, and they were just like, whatever, fine. <laughs> You're what eight? Sure. And he didn't even lie, right? They let him come in at fourteen. You had to lie because you, oh, can, had to lie. you can get in at 16, 16 with yeah. your parents. Yeah. Uh, with your, your parents', parents okay. consent or whatever. Right, consent. So him and his parents lied about his age. 14. Oh, okay. Yeah. The double lie. <laughs> um, B, B kept them under control, though. They actually grew up together and knew each other from kindergarten all the way up. And got married at oh, that's 18. That's cool. JB's mother really? was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. I love those kinds of stories. Oh, JB's mother, B, was terrific. And she wore, you know, you picture a woman named B wearing a hat. She wore those hats. <laughs> of course. She did. Remember that? She always wore those hats. That looked did like it match a her outfit? Hat. Was she funny? Huh? Was she funny? Yes. Yeah. She didn't drink. Only She only drank and smoked when there was company. Uh-huh. Really? Like I mean, a pack of cigarettes would last her almost two years. <laughs> well, pretty stale, by <laughs> yeah, year or two. <laughs> Best of the Tom Bernard podcast. That was Rachel Feinstein on the Best of. Coming up next, closing out the show, we're opening up the old vault all the way back to episode number 46 with Ali Wong. Next on the best of And now the very patient, thank God, God bless you, the very patient Ali Wong who's at Rick Bra- and thank you to Rick Bronson again, by the way. Rick Bronson. Rick Bronson is such a great guy because he we wouldn't be able guy. to get people the caliber of Ali Wong in to do the podcast without Rick and Tammy and all the fine people. At did you just whisper Cal? <laughs> she did. Maybe I did. She's got a little problem. Brick from uh, the middle. Yeah. Um, but anyway, thank you to Rick and Tammy again at Rick Bronson's House Comedy. A great and Danielle. Thing. Danielle. Danielle. I will be there Thursday through Sunday. Absolutely. Yeah. Perfect. And this well, is my first time in Minneapolis. <gasps> I think in Minnesota Isn't ever. It exciting? Wow, it's, it's time. cold. Yeah, it shouldn't be this cold. It's just not this cold. <laughs> it's cold. I wish I know. I'm, I'm a weakling. I'm from California. I wish I brought my Ugg boots. You're yeah. Well, you I'd you you boots. I would loan you a pair, but you could probably live in one yeah, of I my could probably boots. Live in- <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I, I used to hate on them until last year. I used to hate on them because they look like potatoes on your feet. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But then, have you put your foot inside one? No. It's yeah, amazing. we got you Ugg slippers for Christmas one year. Oh, I do have slippers. That's true. It feels so good. I know. They're awesome. <laughs> it's <laughs> like sticking your foot inside a Care Bear's vagina. Oh. <laughs> well, that's oh. It's an entirely different situation. Andy And you know that now? Oh, have you done that before? Do you know? Uh, that is unbelievable. Well, I have taken <laughs> mushrooms. <laughs> so I might know a thing or two about Care Bear puss. Uh, <laughs> Care Bear puss. <laughs> 
Yeah, one of those podcasts. I resisted the whole UG thing for many years, but I then I laughed. You know, right you off. just should do it. You, gotta, you it's gotta like go back. Sticking it into Paula Dean's soul, <laughs> <laughs> just right into the cause of her diabetes, just right there. The heart attack. The whole. Did she have a heart attack or just? I think had, she did. I think she, she had might a have attack. had a heart attack. Right? Yeah. I I, I think I don't know. I love her to death. I love watching her show, and I love how she has the courage to just fry everything yeah, fry. everything in butter it's yeah, amazing and some bacon fat yeah <laughs> with I, butter i gotta tell you my my one racist thing about asians okay okay go and, and i understand that it's racist but it still was so bizarre um we did some business if that thing doesn't stop doing that i'm gonna um we did some business down in in uh, gulfport mississippi mm-hmm. so we checked in the beau revive hotel and casino right and i'm walking up to the counter and there's this beautiful Asian woman behind the counter. She's just beautiful, right? Racist. So I'm watching. Not yet. You are so hateful. The, the, the racist part is coming up not right now. Yet. Here's the racist part coming up right now. So and I'm she walking. crashed into you? No. no. From behind no. the desk? No. I, and I had a blinker on for three miles. I realized I was kind of tired because I've been flying. You can't fly directly from Minneapolis to Gulfport, Biloxi, Mississippi. You can't. You have to stop, and it's just a pain in the ass. So I'm really tired walking in, and I'm walking up to the counter, and, and I know again very attractive Asian woman and as I'm walking up she goes y'all taking in I said wow excuse me <laughs> we got some beautiful room for you got them all set up and ready to go I'm glad you're here you like you love Biloxi it's just a wonderful place I love Mississippi I'm like where the fuck is that coming from she ate Paula Dean. <laughs> <laughs> reminded me of it she stuck her foot inside a oh my god but, but that I I don't. I don't mean for it to be racist, but it was like, I mean, because Asians can speak however they wish to speak. Right. You're like you're. She's supposed to sound like a flower. You're like, why don't you sound more like a a flower? Yeah. You're supposed to sound like a lotus in water, not in dirt, but in water. I told uh, God who was that's the most beautiful racist um, confession (laughs) I've ever heard. Of all time, time. (laughs) to make himself look good. It's really worse. When you said we were we were doing some business, I I was like, oh my god, it's another story about how Chinese people shorted people or were really cheap or something. It was just and were really shady. Got it. to talk like that for I, I i told uh you know Dwayne the rock johnson yes the, the actor. i was talking to he's part asian well he's he's, he's Hawaiian. S- samoan oh yeah yeah he's samoan so it's part asian yeah it's kind of a, col- a combination of polynesian and asian mm-hmm. but Dwayne, you, you guys know Dwayne the rock johnson yes i can do the eyebrow thing the rock- even oh yeah you can do, do the eyebrow thing it is oh she <laughs> can <laughs> but he, he's shooting a uh Fast and Furious Part 6 right now in Jesus. London. So I'm talking, how much can there be about being fast and furious, too? Fast and Furious Part 6. Yeah, they're like the Ernest movies now. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. The Rock goes to Shanghai. Did you grow up in L.A.? Or I grew up in San Francisco. San Francisco, okay. Yeah. Beautiful town. It's a beautiful chilly town. there. It's, it's chilly there, but L.A. makes you a wimp. Because you just walk outside and yeah. it's beautiful. Well, that's true. And then it makes me a wimp about like, well, are there Asian people in Minnesota? No, a lot of Asian people. Oh, oh God, we yes. have a lot of Hmong people. Of I them. heard Hmong? there's a lot of Hmong people, Hmong and people. you guys know that the H is silent. That means no. you're like. And I know it's actually spelled H M O O B. Yep. Really? That's how you spell Hmong. You guys went to school with a kid that was on. Uh, he was a in, movie in a movie. He what was, was in the Clint Eastwood. Uh, what, what's it what called? Was the name of oh God, it's a great. It was written by. Oh a my God. Too. 
Trans, okay. it's the trans one where he says like trans a million racist things. Says a lot of really yeah, racist things. Yeah, it's yeah. the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it called? Well, Duo Mua, yeah, who played yeah. Spider in that what? movie. Oh, Grand Torino. Grand Torino. Grand Torino. Duo Mua played Spider in that. Yes. Yep. And they went to high school with Duo Mua. Indeed, we did. And his sisters, and his brother, cousin. A lot of a lot of his family went to that school. There was a herd of muas. Do you guys eat? Did you grow up eating mong food? No. Do you ever go eat mong food? No. Well, we do. No, absolutely, you do because it's it's called laotian. Yes. Uh, yeah. <gasps> Here we go. Just eat here, food all day, every day. I already gave her the heads up. On the glute. Well, there's God. not too many mongs out in Dayton. It's oh. like 99.9 percent white out there. So once you go into the city. Yeah, it's not mungs either. It's just mung. What? Really? You can't call them mungs. It's whites. There's a lot of whites <laughs> in this country. Koreans. So. Whenever I go on the road now, I just gravitate towards Asian people because it's it's so funny when like Frank Caliendo was here and he was talking about how uh, what's his name? Lou, the Louis guy Lee. Louis Lee, oh, Louis was, Lee was like. Oh, was it you? No, it was you. Who was talking about how Louis Lee introduced himself to you uh, for the 800th time I met him. For the 800th time, but to him, like, imagine if the, like that was like for me when I went to L.A. and I started meeting right. all of these managers and agents, and they were like, "It's me, Adam Rabinowitz, Adam Goldstein. It's Mr. Steinstein. Do you remember me? You met me 800 times. Imagine if this business was like China and everybody." His name was Grace. Grace Lee. Grace Wong. That's how it is for us. So no wonder he, like, it's no offense, but it's like, he meets, like, a million hilarious, amazing-voiced white dudes all the time. No, that's very, very true. That's his job. But I I just quickly to finish the Dwayne the Rock Rock Johnson conversation I had with him this morning, and it's that same racist thing with the the Asian woman having the deep, deep Southern accent. You're not allowed to speak that way. I'm sorry. You're just not allowed. <laughs> but he was telling a story about some thugs in London came on the set of Fast and Furious 6 and tried to start stealing equipment. Well, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, they're not getting away with it. He just went over and said, you gotta go. And they took off running because they were terrified. Yeah. Because, you know, Dwayne The Rock is a huge guy. And I said, I had to be honest with you. Uh, there's been an influx in the last, you know, ten years or whatever ever of of uh, uh, British gangster films. You know, whatever. I can't even. Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. Yeah, two smoking barrels. That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I said, I got to be honest with you. I grew up in a very urban neighborhood. Those don't sound like thugs to me. Yeah, you don't take it seriously when they eat cucumber sandwiches. Well, exactly. Right. Because, <laughs> yeah. Chris? I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, Ali, I'm going to rub you right now, and then I'll think about it for a while, and then if I get around, I might kill you, but I'm not sure. But that's not a thug. So that's racist, too. Yeah, that is racist. If you're, like, super educated, they just sound too educated. You can't be a thug. That's not racist. That's just kind of a, th- a fact. Then you wouldn't need to be a thug. Yeah. If you. Thug there. Exactly. You'd be a lazy, intelligent person. <laughs> it's true. A lazy, smart guy. Admit it. The no. first time you saw a British black person and heard them speak, you went, Oh, I freaked out. Yeah, yeah. It, is, it is weird. I got well, nervous. That happened to me when I went to Hong Kong, and I was trying really? to, I mean, I was trying to speak Chinese, and I can't speak Chinese at all. I speak Vietnamese, and I was trying to, uh, like, just get a razor from a drugstore and I was like shu, shu, si, sa, su, su. and I was like holding a book and like with my book and looking pathetic and this and this Chinese guy who works at the store comes up to me and he's like what exactly is it that you want and he was Asian and I was like 
and I was like, you're not allowed to speak like that. <laughs> you're supposed to be you squatting racist. and spitting like the rest of us. You are a racist, Allie. Wong. I am racist. No, it, it, it just, it, Thanks for noticing. The first time I saw that again, because it, I just, when there were only three channels back, well, not when you were young, but when I was younger, uh, you just didn't get a lot of exposure to, to it was all white people. Yeah. Everybody on, in movies and TV were white. Everybody was white. Butterfly McQueen, the only exception, I guess. So the first time I, I saw, and I think it might have been Philip and Ott, the, the lead singer of Thin Lizzy, the, the rock group from, and he's actually Irish. Yeah. But he comes out on stage, just, here's this black man, so I think he's going to be like the guys in my neighborhood, you know, you know sing the motherfucking song, you know, going to talk like that. He comes mm-hmm. out, what we're going to try to do next is another number from my first album. <laughs> he's a Spice Girl. He was a Spice Girl. Yeah. Scary Spice. That's brilliant. It was Scary Spice. It was your first Scary Spice experience. <laughs> yes, it was. So, hey. And now all of us, our generation, because of Scary, scary Spice, she broke the ice. She, she did, did, didn't she? And got us used to it. Yes. I like that. It's crazy. God Alex, bless her. Alex and Allie have made this connection because they're both about <laughs> 15 years old. Yeah. How so, old are you? Close. How old? You know, I told this guy yesterday that I was 37 and he believed me <laughs> because no. he had never seen an Asian person in his life and he oh, thinks God. that we're <laughs> mystical creatures that all look the same age forever because, like, the rice makes us, like, just, like, our blood is full of rainbows or something like that. I'm 30. You're 30. See, I would never guess you would be. 30. I'm 30. And you know what's so weird is that, like, I mean, it doesn't bother me at all. How old are you? 23. 23, a baby. <laughs> She's just a baby. I'm going to give you some advice. Okay. Uh-oh. Um, Learn some stuff she needs today. Some advice. Okay. She I'll leave it from me. crying. She just gets mad. Well, you look hip. And I'll tell you one thing is that. I look hip. Don't go for skaters. I see the hoodie. Did you, did you ever like skaters? <laughs> she went through her <laughs> skater she, phase. She went through it already. When I was oh, junior high Everything school. was purchased by, from Zoomies. Zoomies. Oh, for yeah. Three years. But then you stopped. Yes. Yep. I'm now okay, dating a lumberjack. So that's, <laughs> that's much better. The skaters, you stop dating skaters unless you want to wake up on a mattress in a kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> See, I didn't want worst. that for myself. Oh, good. I That's wanted bigger and better things. Yeah, but some women don't realize it because they're so sexy because they got the, you know, they have their tattoos they... and they're rebellious and they ride the wheels that go round and round. Like the wheels don't have any brakes. And that's how they live their life. Like, no brakes. It's so sexy. And then all of a sudden, exactly. you're like trying to push them to go to DeVry. DeVry Institute. Now we're talking. You've been watching daytime television. Yeah. Two years degree at least, man. Just two years. Lumberjack, huh? That's like a real man. Yep. Oh, yeah, he is. He is. He's he an is. urban lumberjack. Let's be. Yeah. He's, he's from Wilmer. <laughs> That's not good. He lives in a city. <laughs> That's true. But <laughs> I always say now, now these like the definition of manliness has changed. Like I don't need a man. Like you know how women you would, would naturally gravitate towards a man with like muscles because it meant he could take care of you. I'm all about a man with bad vision. <laughs> I'm like that's a guy who can provide for me. I don't need a man who can lift a couch. I need a man who can lift music files onto my computer. Sure. You know. Very, very tough job. Yeah. Um, Actually, you know what? It's interesting about that is Catherine is the opposite. If I would ever go to Catherine and say, "I need your help." It's like, "No, no." You're the one here that's doing all the helping. You're here to help me. You're here to protect me. And that's the way you are. 
I don't know what you're talking. You don't like Veronica. <laughs> you will want She's protection. Never helped you in her life. Well, it'd be nice if he could beat somebody up for me if I ne- really he needed can. it a couple of times. <laughs> when he's powered up with all that agave and quinoa, he can really go up. Yeah, now I got three of them after oh. me. Now that he's Sam, Kathy, Alex, and, and Allie—they're all after me. Actually, you know it's really weird, about, and I'm not lying. I'm not making this up as we go along here. I've been gluten free now for two weeks. I think so. Yeah, two weeks. Been gluten-free and dairy-free for two weeks. And I don't know what... I, I can understand the first part. Uh, I used to have to take Prilosec all the time because mm-hmm. I would get heartburn. Yeah. I've not had to take agenda. it in two weeks. I've not had to take oh. any Prilosec in two weeks. But here's the really weird part. I can hear better. Why would that inflammation? No, the best way is how my mom says it. You're turning. Suddenly, he's hearing things. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) "Oh my gosh!" She's amazing. We can't talk shit about him anymore (laughs) in front of his face. I know, and we can't have any fun anymore. Oh my goodness! No you're, you're, it sounds like you're turning into an X Man. Yeah. Yes, I am going to turn into an X Man. <laughs> no, it's like you're around. Around. It's so weird. I can teleport now, <laughs> all because I'm no more pasta. You know? <laughs> this week Rice I cut pasta. out sugar, and now I can uh, <laughs> I can detect metal with my hands. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Shooting so weird. That's stuff all part of it. No, we we had rice pasta the other night. The first bite, I thought it was too sweet. You but then I made this very quick adjustment, and it's actually quite good. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I don't miss gluten at all. No. See, it's funny. I was telling her is that since I grew up like on an Asian diet, mm-hmm. uh, then it's like really naturally gluten-free. So it's very odd to me. It was so funny because when I go to school, all these kids would make fun of me for like the things that I ate. Like they thought it was so weird that I ate kind of like these um, like sticky rice balls with like pork in the middle or things that are like more popular now mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, more yeah. like fluent in American culture. Like Americans eat fish sauce now and all that right. other stuff and right. Thai food. But everyone made fun of me about it. And I thought it was so weird that kids ate Lunchables. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, like yeah, king yeah. lunch meat over that there. comes in a circle. <laughs> it's disgusting. And, yeah. disgusting. And then, like, and then I was like, "What is that?" And they're like, "This is cheese." And I, I asked know. my mom, "I was like, what is that?" And she was like, "That's mold. White people eat mold." So You're don't right. when those. Yeah. So she's like, "When those, when those kids give you shit, just remember they eat mold." <laughs> and there's about 95 fat grams in those lunchables too. Have you ever read the oh, back they're of those the things? Worst. Crazy. Oh, <laughs> they're advertised constantly, so kids want them. Yeah, it, yeah. It's That's total, the only reason so, why they want them. Yeah, but then like now, if you think about all the things you know about like gluten free and processed food, it's like a nightmare to feed that to your kids. Well, you know, no question about it. You know, I, I got to throw. This, you said you're Vietnamese. I am. My mom's Vietnamese. I, and my dad's Chinese. And your dad's Chinese. So I always joke that I'm half fancy Asian and half jungle Asian. <laughs> well, there you go. And you guys know the difference. I, I actually do because I made a huge mistake once. Um, I actually asked a Vietnamese woman if she were Hmong. And God, did she get pissed off at me. Oh, yeah. Uh, be th- because cause to Vietnamese people, they're the fancy Asians and right. the Hmongs are the jungle Asians. That's exactly right. That's exactly what she said. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Not to me, because like, I think, because I was born here, so I think Hmongs are like super cool. They're, hard, they're very hardworking people. They, they they work very very hard. They, they do, work super like, duper hard, and their food is delicious. It's it's, it's really oh, it similar. Well, it's like I had a Korean roommate, and she had never heard of a Hmong person Mm-mm. until she moved here. She's from she was and born and raised LA. in L A. Oh yeah, and her parents were born and raised in Korea, and she was like, I had no idea what Hmong people. were. Well, they're actually Laotian. No, it's different. I know it's different than the cave <laughs> the, the cave dwellers of Laos. Laos and 
they other li- they li- like they live in Laos Cambodia. and Vietnam and Cambodia. Yeah, Cambodia. I've looked it up say. like ten times, dope. but I don't. But for them to like survive all of that is amazing. It is yeah. pretty amazing. And to it create really their is. own community here in Minnesota, out of all yeah, places, Minnesota, yes. Wisconsin, and Hawaii. Yeah, it's kind of. What do you mean by that? Or like the three. <laughs> well, it was crazy. Like <laughs> super far cold. Yeah. from Laos. Maybe they're possibly. sick of sweating their asses off. That's in the true. <laughs> as, a, as a people, they just decided we're over it. It's not. The, it has to have to do with the war or anything like that. We just we feel like I'm being done. near a cold lake now. Yes, that'll be fine. I want to figure out how to ice fish. So. Yeah. Well, they do. They do a lot of. Oh God, that was funny. One of the, they do. They love the fish. The Hmong culture loves to fish. Well, Southeast Asian people love to fish because yeah, it's free. <laughs> it's free strange. food because it's free. Yeah. I'm about to ask you my question right right after this. Remember, I said I was going to ask you a question about about male Asian comedy. Oh yeah, I could ask it for you because I've heard it six thousand times. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's true. Is this the standard question you ask to all comics? You, do you did you ask this to like Frank or something? Every show, <laughs> I asked Steve Byrne. Every oh, okay. Show. I asked Steve Byrne. That was close enough. Isn't it? Yes. Buy online by going to the Amazon.com banner at TomBernardPodcast.com. They don't charge you a penny more. A small portion of what they sell through our site helps support the show, and it's what keeps the show free for our listeners. Click and shop today on the Amazon banner at TomBernardPodcast.com. So, Allie, my question is, and I, actually, Joe Coy, you know Joe Coy? Yes. Joe was just here sitting where you are. Uh, uh, last Friday? Last Friday. Oh, I feel his spirit guy. on my butt. I love <laughs> he him. He left it there for you. Yeah. I love him. He's just, he's hilarious. He's a great guy. guy. Uh, but, uh, so I asked Joe Coy this as well, because we kind of hung out, had, you know, I actually was his chauffeur for the afternoon. Oh. He was with him for like four and a half yeah, so, hours. Yeah, he like left the house for three oh, you guys hours like really with my each car, other. And I was oh, like, yeah. where are Seriously, he's dad's run away with Joe Coy? Mm-hmm. But we were... we're, we're <laughs> <laughs> the week before that was Brian Callen. So you, you know. still yeah. talk about Brian Callen way too much. He's a great guy. <laughs> making me a little every yeah, possible moment. Someone's like, "Oh my you brother know, Brian." Speaking you know Brian. of Brian, you know, I don't know Brian. I think I've Brian? met him once at the comedy store. Great guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. This is a great place for you to like, because ex- a lot of men are like repressed. But it's a great way for you to like exercise your man crushes. Your man crushes, <laughs> and just like you get to fulfill all your like man crush dreams. It's great, Alex. and all your. Homosocial fantasies. <laughs> Homosocial. Social. Homosocial. Yeah. Thank you. Alex, Very healthy. you're not allowed to get Allie's phone number so you two can stay in contact. Yeah, I'll be getting blasted from all Even sides. Even one of the first things she said to me is, I'm not a lesbian, but you're very pretty. I honestly did. Don't tell them that. I won't be able to ever come back. I was like, like if you told me I was pretty without the I'm not a lesbian, I'd be like, oh my gosh, she's a huge lesbian. What do I do? I'm uncomfortable. Ali Wong just hit on me, mom. I turned around and I covered the microphone so that you guys couldn't hear me. It was wonderful. So, we're, 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 I don't know. What? <laughs> Nothing. So we're about to, we're about twenty five minutes into the interview, mm-hmm. and you have not done an impression of your father. Okay. Oh, that's because they grew up with. I they don't have any accents. My parents. My mom okay. came here when she was twenty, and my dad came here. My dad was born here. Okay. So, but here's the problem. Yes. Whether they're born here or not, every male Asian comic does an impression of his mother. I every know. one. Of them. And I just but they it's usually all, funny. It what is, is funny? usually it funny. funny. The thing for me is that it just I I can't do it because it's not true to me. 
So right. therefore, it's not funny. And then it also feels cliche because all the all these other people do it so much better. Because I can't even do an Asian accent. It's really you sad. No. Actually, Joe Coy, when he talks about his mother talking about him, he, he did a special. And he claims that after the show is over, his mother came backstage and said, Joseph, I think a lot more uh, funny story you could tell about me. <laughs> <laughs> She wanted to be in the show a lot more. <laughs> you know, a lot of funny story about me, yeah. Joseph. We missed Joseph, some. Joseph, you didn't talk about me enough. <laughs> <laughs> it was just wonderful. It's very, true. Very yeah, because Asian moms, they are all like, what time is it? It's me o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> because they grew up like ignored in their well, home countries. No, yeah, yeah. And especially. then they come here and they're like, oh, I can shop at Ross and have whatever I want. I can have earn my own money and buy like a real Kenneth Cole purse. Right. <laughs> Kenneth Cole. I even know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I, was, that I is. was just speaking last week to a girl that was Hmong and she said that, you know, they still don't educate girls there. They oh, don't go to school. In, in still. Vietnam. In yeah. yeah. It's true. Still to this day. Yeah. That's so shocking to me. It's true. Mm-hmm. Get on it, monk. Get is that on a, it. Is that for religious reasons or just their social, cultural well, reasons? I'm not sure about. I mean, <clears throat> my mom grew up educated, but she's Vietnamese. And all those women, well, not all of them grow up super educated. But um, I know for Hmong people, like, I think. When I visited, uh, like, a village in Vietnam, they just, they're, like, they're mountain people. So, they're right. used to farming. and get taking, married at 14. Yeah, they get married really young. And, like, they're, I mean, those girls are strong, and they can farm and everything at the age of, like, 10. They're carrying babies on their backs when they're, like, five years old. They're carrying their little brothers on their backs. And so, Jeez. they're a lot tougher than me and know, you know, how to survive in this world in a lot Absolutely. more basic way than I do. But and they all know karate. <laughs> I wish I knew karate so bad. You know, he's kicking people's ass. Yeah, he's good to, it would help me on the road, you Absolutely. know? Absolutely. Instead of having to cut people down with my wit, I'd like to actually <laughs> cut people <laughs> to ribbons with your fists. Yeah, I want to like learn how to bite their knees and like really... <laughs> F them up or something. Because it's scary for women on the I road. You know, it's oh, straight yeah. up scary. People are like, oh, you know, is it really like tough and lonely? I'm like, no, dude, it's scary going from my hotel to my because I'm like also really dirty and really gross. What? So then, yeah. You are. On stage, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant yeah. like fit hygienically. <laughs> a little bit too. Once I get married, I'm going like, to really let go. <laughs> you look amazing. Your wife looks amazing. I mean, Thank if I. You. I've always if loved I, you. If I try you with these two kids with this house I would have given up a long time ago. I would have been like my work here is done I'm not a housewife I'm retired now bitches I'll tell the story one more time these clips might not have made the world cup but who cares they're on the best of the Tom Bernard podcast brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant Great clips this week from Jenny Guan, Rachel Feinstein, and Ali Wong. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see you next week.